Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Hip Hop Save My Life. I am sat here for the first time during the intro for this podcast. Series two, we can finally bring an introduction that also features Rumanch. Hello, mate. Hey, good to be on this intro. Yes, uh, do you want to tell the listeners where we are? We're in a trailer, a hot, sweaty trailer. Yeah. In Essex. Yes, we are. I'm doing my last day. Thank God. On, on, yeah, all right. On, on, <laughs> on King Gary, Tom Davis's sitcom produced by Shiny Button, who Rupert works for. So I've, we've been working together. It's been fun, hasn't it? It's been lovely. It's been very nice. It's my last it's afternoon film. Yes, yes, it will. It will. But uh, they've been long days, and I'm, I'll be glad to see the back of it, to be honest with you. But it's been fun, hasn't it? Yeah. Although, you've got, how long have you got now? For uh, two more weeks. Right, okay. Mm. How tired are you? Um, I'm all right. I've turned a corner. Yeah, good for you. But it's a hard job, isn't it? What is a hard job? Just acting. I don't know what you. I don't know if your job's a hard job. No, I mean based on the level of sort of intensity I see operating yeah. at, it seems like a piece of piss to me. We've had fun taking photos of each other. Yes, we've yes we've we, 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 spot each other. We've been doing. Uh, we've been just trying to whenever the other person is sort of, I don't know, looking at their phone alone. or just sitting having a chat alone. Always basically, alone. it's always alone. <laughs> we've been taking photos of each other and sending to each other, which. Uh, I guess the game has been about as fun as you listening to us describe it, really. But um, that's what's been happening. So today's episode, uh, one of our, our favourite uh, rappers, Little Sims. Great episode. We tried to get we tried to get her for a while, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. She didn't turn up first time. No, she didn't. No, she, she didn't. There was she some was sort of in the recording. There was some sort of issue. So we then did we? What did we do in the end? We rescheduled. <clears throat> We did oh, reschedule. Oh no, we just had a, no, we didn't do anything. No, you, you had a chat. We have had a number of ones where people haven't turned up because mm. of scheduling issue, and then we record an episode anyway, and that never sees the light of day. Yeah. So there are some of the guests we could have had on this show. Yeah, we might do. We might do like a lost tapes. Yeah. Where we just put out all the shit podcasts, where it's just us in a studio. We thought we might as well make use of the. Put, uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 we paid for it. Um, so it's a good episode. She talks about a whole process. Her live performance, how she uh, became Little Sims. Uh, it's a great episode, probably the best episode ever, isn't it? Yeah, and this yeah. is the best intro now. Yes, this is the best intro, 100%. Great. Uh, my wife is on one of the intros, she'll be slightly oh, offended by that. I never listened to him, but no, I'll, you I'll don't. listen to this one. Okay, great, great. Uh, so enjoy Little Sims. This is the Hip Hop Save My Life podcast. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Now sit back, because it's time for the podcast. Hello, and welcome to Hip Hop Save My Life. Uh, I'm here with Rory Madge. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Really good. Thank you so much. Just for recovering what? from a cold, so you can probably hear that. Yes, I can hear that, yeah. It's sort of... Uh, um, it's it sounded all right, but now I know it's a cold, it sort of made it disgusting somehow. Also, the fact that you're so close to the pop shield. Oh, yeah, that's it's true. It's just made it even ranker. I think we just have to take that off and fucking burn it after this. Uh, we are joined by 
Uh, Little Sims, hello. Hello. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. Uh, no, 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 listen, it's our, it's our honour. Um, we, um, there's a guy, I can't remember his name, I don't even want to shout him out because he's been so aggressive to me. <laughs> there's a guy on Twitter yeah. who, since we started the podcast, has been saying, can you get Little Sims on, can you get Little Sims on? Really? And then he started... He started to get, I would argue, borderline abusive about it. For me. not having her on. For not having you on, yeah. No he sort way. of just started going, when the, like, you, you claim to be into hip hop, why haven't you had little sim? Like, just sort of getting a little bit, like, shitty about it. Ooh. Is that you? Is it under an angle? That's your management. Um, no, but I mean, I guess he's, like, extremely passionate. Yes. Which I'm here for. Yeah. So. No, I like passion, but just not when it's directed at a... Fair. In a in but a just for clarity, that's not why we booked you. No, that was it's not certainly not, to, certainly not just there. to appease at fuckface123. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I'm not going to judge. We'll block him. Is there a way to block nah, one person? Nah, man. Yeah, he's he's cool, man. He's, he's good people. <laughs> So how are you? I'm well, thank you. Yeah. I'm good. I'm just um, prepping for the tour and festival season, which right. is always and, madness. And is that something you look forward to? Yeah, definitely. Especially like after, you know, making the record, having it come out, it's always the best feeling to like play it live. Yeah. So yeah. this is Grey Area, which everybody is... I mean, it's a great album. Thank right? you. Yeah. Um, thank you. It's everybody I know loves it. Me again. Allow me to pick up where I left off. When it came out, yeah. how soon after it coming out did you realise that everybody had like got into it? I mean, obviously, you know, people have been into you for a while, but this yeah. album really feels like it's really connected with a lot of yeah. people. Yeah, yeah. Um, when it come out, I was like, Jot, it, the build-up was so crazy. And then, like, Solange dropped on the same day. And I was like, oh, we fucked it. No one's going to listen. <laughs> like, it's, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's out there. But I know, were you gu- gonna... like, I know you're sort of joking about it, but was it? were you gutted? Were you like... No, I was just a bit like... Oh, yeah. Like, mm. And especially because there there was no mention of her dropping. Right, right, So right. if it was like, you know, th- the release date was out there, I could have been like, all right, cool, I know we're dropping on the same day, but because it was just so spontaneous, yeah. it was like, damn. But yeah. either way, she dropped an amazing project and it was a great day for music, you know. Yeah. Um, but after She I think dropped I, the second best project that day, yeah. didn't she? So good for her, oh. that's great. <laughs> <laughs> um, but after, like, a couple of weeks went by and I start, like, seeing like reviews and, and just being out and about and people telling me how much they were into it and still um, listening like yeah. e- even though everyone like had had decided whether they liked it or not people were living with it I feel like yeah you know just and, like, um, and did it. you notice that bit did you notice a difference in that to your previous album oh yeah 100% yeah. I feel like this is the album everyone has been waiting for me to make yeah Loki, you know Finally, yeah. you know. And were um, you conscious of that during the making of it, or I mean, nah, what was the process going I, into it? I don't think so. Like d- during the process of making the album, I was just pretty much locked away for a month with Inflow, the yeah. the producer that I worked on the record with, and I just knew that in terms of sound, I wanted it to be live instrumentation. <laughs> And is that, uh, sorry, it feels like an interrogation now, it's but okay. I'm just fascinated by how this album came together. So yeah. the decision to go live instrumentation, yeah. was that 
was that because you'd been listening to stuff with live instruments yeah. in the run up to the album and you just sort of was, thought yeah. that's the sound yeah. I want? Yeah, for sure. And as well, just like, you know, I play instruments myself and it's always fun to, to get involved in that creative process as opposed to just like, you know, writing the lyrics and stuff. Yeah. And then also bringing it to, to the live show. I now play with a band, so... I think those live elements are super important. How demanding are you with the band? Because you know, like Lauren Hill got <laughs> into some, uh, into some. Did you hear? Did you watch this YouTube video of this? Was it a saxophonist or something? Or one right. of the guys that's like one of the live. Like Lauren's pretty demanding. Right. I say Lauren like a. Why would I do that? <laughs> Lauren Hill's kind of like demanding about what her band does. It's like, do you have to like? Does that does that step up your preparation? Um. I, I I don't think I'm demanding, but mm. I think I'm very particular. Right. Like, I think I, you know, know what I want, but my band and I, were very tight, so I'm always open to, like, you know, they're great musicians, and I listen to them, and I know they have great suggestions and um, input, so it's like a, it's a cool balance, but I definitely am, like, I know kind of how I want it to sound, but they... Add their add their two pence all the time. So yeah. d- does uh, trying to steal the limelight? Trying to steal the yeah, limelight. Yeah. They're trying to steal the limelight. Nah, <laughs> not yeah. all. If there's anybody <laughs> you want us to sort of call out, yeah, on go here, on. We're happy. But does having live instrumentation mean that you can sort of play with the versions of the songs that you're doing on tour? Like, I mean, or are you doing it? Are you looking for like being as faithful to the album as possible? Yeah, I think just just like yeah, being as faithful to the album as possible, but just. Um, I don't know, man, just not, even though my roots are hip hop and it's so easy for me to go out and do it with like just my DJ. Yeah. I think there's so much musicality within it that it kind of needs that, it kind of needs drums on it. Yeah, and it yeah. kind of needs, you know, live keys and, and whatever it is and bass. And so um, it's just a, like another element. And I yeah. think it's it's a great vibe on stage. Like we all have fun on stage. It's a lot more fun, I, I think, than yeah. just being there on your own kind of thing. Because you supported uh, Gorillaz, didn't you? Yeah. What was that like as an experience? Because like they... Did you have a band then or did you have a No, DJ I didn't. I, it was just me and my DJ. So were you then effectively kind of like the the two only humans that ever appear on that stage then? Okay. <laughs> uh, before they come out? Yeah yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, actually. What was that like? Insane. Everything you would imagine it to be. Yeah, yeah. Like every night, 15 to 20,000 people. Yeah. Like arenas is it's not an easy task, especially like you said, when it's just, two men up on stage and you know you've got to make the person all the way in the back of the room feel like they're a part Mm. of what's going on you know what I mean it's quite hard to make it still feel intimate in a space that that, because that is uh, it's it's obviously an amazing opportunity but at the same time we know from going to gigs yeah. that the support act, mm-hmm. you know, it's a difficult job for them. So do you know difficult, I mean? yeah. So how sure. did you sort of go about tackling that? Was that like a were you conscious of the fact that you had to try and win the people yeah, over? Yeah, of course. And and a lot of people were, you know, they weren't there for Sims. They were yeah. there for gorillas, you know. Right. Um but I think what was cool was I throughout my set I just kept speaking to the audience. I think it's cool when they you know, it feels like you're just getting to know each other as opposed to me just running through my songs and just trying to get in and get out. Yeah. I was like, you know, taking the time to explain songs to them, explain why I wrote them, et cetera, et cetera. So I think it 
um, helped with making them feel more engaged. Yeah, yeah. And okay. not only that, but I have a lot of energy. Right, so right, I think right. That helps. <laughs> okay, yeah. 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 Do you um do you have to? I mean, it's exhausting, is it, performing at that level? Mm, for sure. Because I basically I do com- comedy to stand. I mean, mm. I, I barely move, <laughs> and I feel tired after a <laughs> With the album, like, because the thing is, is obviously you can rap. Like, you're you've got skills. There's no yeah. doubt about that. But on this album and on a lot of your stuff. It's not just beats and rhymes. You've mm-hmm. thought about the songs. It's obvious. Like yeah. for example, like on something like Boss, mm-hmm. you've put an effect on your voice. That, that's yeah, a, that, yeah, that yeah, song. Yeah, There's yeah, more yeah. to it than just the you rapping over a beat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. come from like what what how much of a how does that come into the process of you sort of putting a a record together because that's something that not a lot of rappers do Mm -hmm. yeah for sure i think uh that's a good example as well boss actually um textures man yeah (laughs) even when i recorded that song because we recorded the rest of the songs like on like this really you know expensive nice microphone yeah and that was actually like a almost like a demo vocal and I just recorded it on like this shitty little handheld <laughs> and um, kind of said to my producer, oh, I want to record it properly, like on the, on the proper microphone. Yeah. And he was like, why? And then when he wasn't there, I just done it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I listened back to it and tried to emulate what I had done on the other microphone by right. putting all these effects on it. And it just wasn't the same. And sometimes like, you know, it is just that one take yeah, and yeah. you can't, there's magic in that and you right. just keep it how it is. So I think... Basically, my point is like not trying to um, perfect everything, right? You know, just just let things be as raw as possible. Even with um, in in selfish, like in the vocal, that th- there was a bit of noise in the recording, and we tried to redo it, and it just wasn't the same. And right. So many little things, but I think because we just um, we stuck with the original takes, there was just magic in that, and it worked. So you just you say it's sort of like going with what sounds great to you do you know what yeah. I mean because like obviously and what feels good yeah yeah because there's obviously a f- there's a formula of how you do these uh-huh. things you know like and you've got to get the vocal right and blah 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 and yeah. then sometimes you just think well actually yeah. the imperfection is what makes it, it what makes it exactly yeah, yeah. exactly and I think on this album especially I kind of like learnt to embrace those more on my on my other stuff I think I was a bit too like um, trying to be too squeaky clean yeah you know yeah. So do you feel like you've changed your, not changed your style, but like changed the way that you do things since your last record? Mm, yeah, I think I found a new method to my madness. Right. And I think it's just more of an evolved me. It just sounds a bit more grown up, I think. And uh, how did you sort of get into it in the first place? How was your route into like, into being Sims? Well, I've always been a performing arts kid, like from the jump, from when I was like nine. Right. Um, whether that was dance, acting, music, anything within that area, right. was just I just naturally gravitated towards. I wouldn't say I was much of like an academic like that. Yeah. But when it come when it came to the creative arts, I'd always excel. Right. And then I went to a youth club called St Mary's that was like near my house in North London. Every day after school, I'd just go there. Every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally, I think I was even um, too young to start going there but because I had older siblings I just kind of like 
it's cool in it and my <laughs> older brother no one's yeah. telling me nothing um and yeah they they had so many different activities not just music as well from like it cooking sports whatever it was it was just like a place for young people to go and um be active i guess which is annoying when i look back now like it's closed down now and there's hardly any of those things around which is sad but anyway yeah. um and then from about 14 i think is when i start taking it serious and right. like decide okay this is what i'm gonna do for the rest of my life kind of thing yeah and what was your family like about that decision super supportive yeah super supportive really like you know were my foundation of support T- took me to any studio session took me to shows like anything it was they were 100% back in me which was I'm very blessed to have I don't think mm. a lot of people had that at that early age yeah, yeah. And R- then, Ramesh did you know what you wanted to do at 14 I, d- I definitely didn't no I didn't no I, d- I didn't know no yeah. uh, I still don't what know what did I want to do be? Uh, I don't know man fuck Sorry. that I mean I did do stand up at 9 years old did you is it oh yeah in the pub yeah. no not in the pub oh. you don't know my fucking story do you <laughs> Uh, this, is my first, this is the first time we've met. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ponzi's holiday camp. <laughs> oh, yeah. So then what happened from there? And then I um, got like a little acting gig. Nice. Um, on CBBC and kind of saved all that money yeah, and that bought CBBC equipment. CBBC cheddar, I know what you're talking about. Yep. <laughs> um, and then bought like equipment right. and kind of set it up in my bedroom and then just start recording from there. That's amazing, man. Mm. And did you, uh, when you were doing it then, did you always feel like it was going to, like, pay off? Or Yeah, I had no... I had... At times, I felt, oh, this is... Lo-. Especially with being independent, it right. felt like, oh, like, I can make this so easy for myself. I'm here taking the stairs. Yeah. And everyone else is taking the escalators. Right, like, right, right. What am I doing? Um, and why were you doing that? Because every time I'd sat down with, like a label yeah. it it wasn't I just followed my intuition it right. didn't feel so you'd go in there and you just think this doesn't feel right I don't yeah. want to be pushed in this direction I know it's like, it sounds like uh, yeah sure right yeah, yeah. but honestly it just didn't it just didn't wasn't sitting well right. and I knew like okay I'm saying no 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 and I know I'm kind of making it harder for myself yeah. but you know this will pay off and also I had like people around me that encouraged that you know I think if everyone around me was like what you do just take it and you you Mm. know I probably would have been like what but because my family and everything and everyone was like nah like follow that that gut feeling it helped yeah yeah. um and then yeah I kind of I don't know ended up here yeah was there like a turning point for you or was it just a gradual sort of ascent to where you are now um definitely a gradual that you said process. gradual with the, <laughs> the sort of tone of somebody's fucked off with how gradual it's been is that- <laughs> <laughs> no it's just like it's, it's been a long journey right, right, right. for sure it's yeah. been a very long journey even though you know i'm 25 and people tell me like oh you're young you're this like i've been doing it forever yeah. it feels like you know um, so it's just been a yeah, it's been a long journey still. And have there been points when you've wanted to fuck like sack it off? Yeah, no, there has been points though, but it's it's never lasted longer than like a day. Yeah, yeah. and then I'm like, nah, I can't <laughs> not do this, you know. 
obviously you come from a bef- like a performing arts or you into the creative arts or whatever how mm-hmm. come it ended up being hip hop that you sent it in on what was you what were you listening to or what had, what sort of happened to you that made you decide mm. that was what you wanted to do I think it was because uh, I used to dance before and I used to do street dance right um, and when I was like 15 or something I even started to teach dance to like people older than me and so it was just you know I've always been into whenever I used to dance that was what I would gravitate towards so when I started making music it just kind of all made yeah. sense um, also my older siblings had put me on to like the greats from super early that yeah. being Nas that being Jay that being Kanye that being Lauren Hill that being Biggie and then, yeah, I just connected and related to it in, in some sort of way. Even though I, I remember, like, my brother always being into Nas yeah. and driving around with him and stuff, and I never really understood the content, but I just knew, I know this guy's smart. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't understand the depths of what he's saying because right. I'm like, I don't know, 11. Yeah. But I feel like he's... He's really clever. Yeah. And as I got older and I started listening back, it's like, yeah, I get it now. So does your brother, like, obviously he sounds like he's a massive hip-hop head. Mm. So does he give you his opinion on what you're doing? Yeah. (laughs) And is he, how, like, is he, is he, because my my family are quite, uh, they combine being very supportive with Mm -hmm. being super critical. Yeah. So it's like that kind of um, well done, well done. But that that was my mum will say to me that wasn't good. <laughs> so like, what's your what? How's your brother sort of like? Because obviously he's like yeah, probably into yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Um, there's been yeah, exactly that. That's <laughs> sick. But you could have come harder. Or, or really? Like, yeah. Yeah, for sure, definitely. But more time, I think he's like wants to give me ideas on stuff like you should do this and you should right. try this and um, listen to this and that that kind of stuff yeah, yeah. You, that you respond to accordingly or, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure definitely he's but always you, had good you taste. on the other hand don't, wouldn't wouldn't react to that well your family uh, it's not that important <laughs> no, it's, no, but like sometimes, like you know, like my, I remember like sometimes you can't do anything about it, like because like, if, I, if I, I remember doing like a thing on Soccer AM, like it's like one of my first TV appearances, and it it, it pains me to this day that I did that. Is, <laughs> but I got excited, like they mm. they must have had a dropout because my agent said to me like in two days time they want you to do Soccer AM. They don't normally book two days before. The <laughs> so obviously, the person they wanted had dropped out. Mm. So I was like, I'll take this opportunity, and I absolutely just ate shit my entire time on the show. It was awful. Really? And then I left, and then I was on my way home. And my dad's my dad had a pub. My dad's passed away now, but he, he had a pub, and he said. We uh, we were watching in the pub. Don't think it was your best. Uh, <laughs> don't think it was the best framework for you. <laughs> I was just like, that's like, he was trying to be diplomatic, nice, but I knew so. what he thought was yeah. it was shit. But um, but and also like my dad used to come and like when I started doing gigs, mm. he'd come and watch me and he'd go, "You were good." He goes, "But the guy on after you was like better." Really? He goes, "If you want to do this, you're gonna have to be as good as that. Guy. You know, yeah. you're gonna at least have to be as good as that yeah. guy and all that." So yeah. like it's. I well, find who can you count on to like, tell know. you the truth? Well, that's what you I think, because I mean? like, at the not... time, it's hard to hear. Of course. Mm. But that is what you need to hear. Yeah. Do you mm-hmm. I mean, there's nothing mm-hmm. to be gained. From, I mean, obviously, if, if my dad thought it was right, really good, he'd go, that was great yeah, what he did. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, you yeah, want yeah. to know that when you hear that, yeah. it's not just what they think you want to hear, and actually, it, he means it, or you know, he meant it. So mm-hmm. it's like... Uh, it's a difficult one, isn't it? Mm-hmm. But my mum, most of the time, it's not about the comedy, it's about I look fat in that shirt or something like that. Uh. It's not useful criticism. <laughs> <laughs>
Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. You were talking about the greats there, and these, mm. those are all the people that you named are people that lyrics are very, very important in what mm. they do. Mm. And obviously, from listening to your stuff, yeah. lyrics are important to what you do. Yeah. How did you sort of hone that? Was that just from writing at home? And did you go and do, did you do any battling or, mm. or anything like that? I mean, what was your sort of background to getting to the point where, because you are so talented you. with your writing and your delivery and all that stuff it feels like it was you know you're a master of your craft mm. or it feels like that's you're that's that's really important to you how'd mm-hmm. that come about um i think well i've always had a fascination for for words yeah and like english is my favorite subject i just like words i just like the english language um i started i would do lots of cyphers and lots of freestyles and a few battles here and there like at my youth club and stuff right and then as soon as i like clocked i can spit yeah it was like all right cool i know how to write verses on verses on verses yeah now learn how to make songs right and that's when um I start just making songs and started putting concepts together and trying to tell stories um, as opposed to just like, I'm the best, I'm the best, I'm the best. Because yeah. it's fair to say a lot of know. people mm. don't move beyond that versus bit, right. do they? Do right. you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 for and sure. And so what, what, how come you did? I Who mean, I was listening to, for right, sure. Right, like right. Biggie, you yeah. know. I remember listening to like... Um, Biggie and just feeling like isn't it crazy how he can just paint a picture like that you know and like actually put the listener in the scenario I want to do that that's cool yeah. and then even when listening to Lauren Hill and that was the first album that I clocked music can make you cry right. I didn't know music can make you cry or make you like have goosebumps or like inflict a certain emotion on you that was just you just can't control yeah what do you listen to now do you listen to hip hop do you listen to other stuff yeah definitely I'm super you know across a lot of genres but hip hop is definitely like my will always be at my core yeah um but now I think I've I'm listening to like a lot of funk yeah what sort of stuff you listen to yeah I really like Steve Manite Oh, really? Yeah. Rupert, you're into your funk, aren't you? I'm a funky guy. I don't know that, though. Um, He's like uh, this Nigerian funk jazz sort of singer. Yeah. How did you Um, get into him? 
um, just by doing my research, more more through Fella Kuti actually. Right, right, right. Listen to Fella and then just kind of seeing artists that were around that time and uh yeah steve Manette popped up and uh what and that's my roots as well so even more right right, right okay have a connection to yeah yeah and um and what uh are there any particular hip-hop artists at the moment that you're into uh yeah i really like no name um rhapsody Earl sweatshirt i think yeah. is like that last album is <laughs> it's insane right? yeah Every nigga that's tripping around, he serves a mind today. I gotta watch my step. I keep it quiet as cat. Yeah, I think I spent most of my life in prayer. Only thing on my mind was that. Didn't know my time was next. Next, yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to refine the shit. I redefine myself. First, I had to find it. He's like one of the best. Yeah. And I don't. I don't, I don't want to say slept on because it's not slept on because, right. you know, people love him and he sells out shows and all this stuff. But I just sometimes I just want people to take him in more because I think he's so sick. It's weird, isn't it? Because it's sort of like, I remember like when his album, how long ago was it? It was like a few months ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I remember a friend of mine saying to me, you got to listen to, have you heard the new Earl Sweatshirt? And I hadn't at that time. Insane. And he said to me, the first time you hear it, you're just going to think, what the fuck is yeah. this? And he goes, but like, but you'll love it. Like, yeah, trust me. Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah, like, yeah. it's so exciting, isn't it? When, because yeah. uh, I always think with hip hop, I don't know if you feel like this, but like with hip hop, I love it so much. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, but some people outside of hip hop think it's not for grown ups. Do you know what I mean? Right, and, like, right, and they right, think right, that right. they know what hip hop is. And then, and, and then people do something different. Mm-hmm. And I get really excited because mm-hmm. I think this is showing that hip hop is like progressing yeah, in its yeah, move. Yeah, yeah, and like yeah, Earl Sweatshirt, yeah, he's yeah. experimenting. Yeah, do you know what I mean? He's like trying yeah, out different literally, stuff. Literally, and it's yeah. like, it's like proper. That's what art is. Uh-huh, do you know what I mean? And uh-huh, like, uh-huh. and then you think, actually, I want those people that do that to be rewarded. Uh-huh, do you know what I mean? And yeah, so you know, it's like you said, it's frustrating, isn't it? When Stuff that isn't as progressive as that, or uh-huh. is not getting the the shine that you think it should. Uh-huh. And I don't know. I just feel like he he just does what he wants. Yeah. And I just like that. You know, they, it, I don't look at Earl and think, oh, someone's made him do or yeah, any yeah. of that. You know, it's just this is just what he's into. Yeah. Like yeah. if he weren't making it, he'd be listening to this stuff. Or yeah. You know, I like that. Yeah. And are there people that you want to work with that you? On, like in the future and stuff like is there anyone in particular do you have like a dream list of people yeah. you want to work with I'd really like to work with Andre oh really yeah yeah for sure that would be that what's he up to what's he one? doing now I don't know I actually ran into him in a restaurant in LA like a couple of months ago right. and he remembered me I wasn't expecting are you that. serious so got okay so what happened <laughs> so how come you first met him what happened um, so Gold Link was playing a show in like Shoreditch right. at the Old Blue Last. I don't know if it's there anymore, but it used to be like a pub bar kind of thing. Do you, you know? No? No. Okay. Know. Do you know? It? No. no. Um, anyway. <laughs> I mean, he, we're the two of the most out of touch human beings on the planet, fair. so that gives no you that gives you <laughs> uh, Yeah, anyway, Goldlink was playing a show there and then I kind of hopped on stage just to do one song and yeah. Andre just happened to be in the back of the audience watching. Nice. And then I kind of came off stage and went outside and then he came outside and then we had like a little encounter. Right. It was like, well done, that was wicked. Yeah. And then I ran into him, but this was years ago. Right. Like, I don't know, three, four years yeah. ago. 
And then and you've recently, been going around after saying to people, oh, I'm friends with Andre, just so you know, Andre. Absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> it actually ended up in the newspaper and stuff. Like, oh, it was just right, weird, right, okay. yeah. Um, and then a few months ago, I went out to, to do Coachella and I was in a restaurant and I ran into him. Yeah. He was like, oh, Sims. I was like... I was wow. literally just going up to him to say big fan yeah like not anything you weren't thinking i'm gonna try like no not at all and then he was like serious oh what's happening that's amazing (laughs) and then now the next time is when you're you're building up to bumping into him and asking him to be on a record with you yeah i think i'm just putting it out there first and then this is the perfect outlet this is i i'm pretty sure you can guarantee it's gonna happen yeah by saying it on here it will it's it's a done deal it's just a a matter of when now (laughs) um well yeah fingers crossed what was he like to chat to so blessed yeah like so cool just obviously he's andre 3000 yeah but just like a normal guy type shit you know yeah super super cool was he wearing like andre stuff no he actually wasn't he kind of he kind of um looked like he was on some sort of bike ride i don't know like had like <laughs> it's a strong look it looked wavy though like yeah. had the backpack and everything right and, right, like, right it's cool that must have been his thing yeah it's cool fit like, uh, oh that'd be cool Um, And what was Coachella like? Is it as mental as everyone suggests? Um, Yeah, Coachella's pretty wild. It's pretty insane. It's just a lot going on and it's not just the festival. That's what people like. How long were you actually there for? Just a week. So it's two weekends. So I flew in the first weekend and then everyone usually goes back to LA for for the week in between. Right. So I'd done that, had a little gallery opening and then second weekend and then went home and what was what were the audiences like in Coachella for you uh were they sick. Like... like a lot of people knew of me and were excited to come and see me um and a lot of people were just finding out about me so it was right. just like kind of best of both and and uh, and did you spend time hanging out at the festival when you weren't performing mm, yeah but it was really dusty and I didn't have a mask because oh, sure, I right. ended up getting like a, a little infection so I just kind of stayed low key right 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 and then came out for my show yeah and it was fun yeah yeah it was sick yeah definitely do you go to see many uh, hip hop gigs yourself like do you see people other other artists doing live stuff yeah going to see live shows is like one of my favourite things in this world to do right and is there anyone that sticks out in your mind recently that you've seen or any good or bad um I mean you can't as an if you're if you're an artist it's difficult (laughs) to say this person is shit because uh, like, we should do a podcast once when I tell you which comedians I think are shit. Yeah, yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> I haven't got the guts to do it. How long? That'd be quite a long one. <laughs> the um, the internet put on a really good show. Right. A really, really good show. Um, Rico Nasty as well, actually. Really? I just, yeah, I just went to see her like a week ago at XOIO and that was insane. In what like, way? I, just, have you ever seen like Tyler or Odd Future? Not live, no, but okay. I know you're about that. Is it that kind of vibe? Yeah. Right. Just kids going Larry. silly. Really? Yeah. Put yourself in my shoe. You be being I'm you. You like to pay hide and seek. I can't wait to find you. Diamonds on me blind you. Rolling on a kite. I look good in every angle, so you don't like me beside you. Selling bitches free life, bitch. That's a 
was cool because I wasn't in the middle. Like, I'm not doing the mosh pits and that, yeah. but just like seeing it and witnessing it, it's like, wow, that's she can really move a crowd. Yeah, it was great. Didn't Tyler Tyler did this thing, didn't he, recently where he said, I'm gonna be. Somewhere. Like a last minute thing. Yeah. yeah, and then they shut it down. Yeah. He's nuts, right? Have you listened to his latest album? Uh, I mean, nuts in, in a good way, but in like. pieces. Yeah, but right. I'm not like, I need to sit with. I kind of prefer doing it once. <sighs> not everyone stopped talking about it, but I, I don't like being like influenced yeah. by. Well, it's a weird thing, isn't it? Because you are. I always think this when I listen to. When you read a review of an album. Mm. Because you think you can't review an album after listening to it once or whatever. Yeah, like, you yeah, know, for yeah, the purpose yeah, of doing yeah. a review. It's impossible. Like film, I get. Yeah. But like yeah. albums, it's so hard. And you got to live with for a minute. Yeah. I and mean, then the number of pe- the, the, the people that people can come up with an opinion on an album mm-hmm. so quickly. Yeah. And then you almost feel pressured to find, oh, fuck, I need to think of what my opinion is on this <laughs> yeah. album. You know I mean, if somebody asked me, like, have you listened to it? Yeah. yeah what do you think of it? <laughs> yeah. Well, I can't. It's all right, I guess, to say I don't know yet. Do you know what yeah. I mean? I'm still sort of like, uh-huh. I like what I heard so far, but I'm still sort of figuring, figuring it out. Figuring it out. You know yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah now, sure. If somebody had asked me what I thought of the Earl Sweatshirt album, mm-hmm. if I listened to it, I'd go, I need, I need a week or two yeah, to, yeah, to process yeah, yeah, this yeah, shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then after you process it, it's like, cool, now yeah. I can tell you what I think. Yeah, I mean, I don't... I, the time you wouldn't I'm, be a good reviewer, basically. I would be right. dreadful, yeah. And even after I'd formulated my thoughts, I'd be of no interest in anyone. So it's, it's a double, double whammy. Oh, my yeah, God, look at double that. Double I can't even fucking think of the words. Um, but Tyler's albums, uh, it's not similar to Earl's album. Why do you keep referring to people by their first name like I know them? <laughs> um, but anyway, it's... I, I saw, I saw like, he, he put up a note or something, right? Yeah. And said, like, you know, it's, it's not, I don't know, like a rap album. It's not a rap album, yeah. It's sort mm-hmm. of like... I Which d- is cool. I think that's yeah. cool. It's interesting, isn't it? Because, I, I like, the good thing about music and how it's moved on now is that people accept people doing different stuff now, like... Mm. Do you know when Kanye came out with 808s and Heartbreak? And I love that, like, that album. Yeah, but that was like, so many people are like, what the fuck? What, yeah, what the yeah, fuck yeah, is yeah. this? Even Whereas, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Where yeah. it feels like now, people are more accepting if somebody wants to break out. Do you mm-hmm. mean like Childish Gambino could make whatever record you he wants? Do what he wants. Yeah, and like, you, you, you sort of, if you put if you get his album, you you almost, you just go, I'm just going to see what this is. Yeah, do you know what yeah, I mean? You're not, yeah, you're yeah, not yeah. saying, Expecting I hope. It to yeah, be. exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. So Tyler's a bit like that, but I. Uh, I'm holding back on my opinion until such that as I've properly digested well, and ruminated on my thoughts. Yeah. Should we give it a deadline? I like, I like everything s- surrounding it, though. Yeah, I think yeah. it's really cool, like, aesthetically and stuff. Yeah. I, 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 I found him... Uh, that video, what's the video where he eats the cockroach or whatever? Y- Yonkers? Yeah, that video. After I saw that, the cockroach thing really... Uh, it fucked me up for a while, actually. <laughs> I, I found it. I think it... What's, yeah, what's, a lot what of happens? <laughs> I haven't seen it. He eats a cockroach. Oh, wow. Yeah. That fucked you up. I just don't like cockroaches. <laughs> and, and, and You don't watch them. Even though I do want world. to see them dead, yeah. I don't want to see them dead through somebody eating them. Right. Do you know what I mean? It's too much. <laughs> it's too much. Is there um, anything about hip-hop you don't like? Like f- the, the fact that hip-hop is sort of all-encompassing now and has all sorts of different styles. Is there anything mm. about it that you're not as keen on? Um... No, like I don't, I, I don't like it when there's too much of the same thing. Right. Like I don't mind all different subgenres that fall under the umbrella hip hop or yeah. whatever, but I feel like when there's too much of that, 
it's it's kind of like going to the cinema and all the films are mm. comedy. Right. It's like I, but today I just want a drama or today. Yeah, I just, yeah. You know what I mean? So when I feel like there's, I guess balance is the word I'm looking for. When there's like an imbalance, it just kind of throws me off a bit. Do you get hip hopped out and have to listen to something else for a bit? Mm, sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes. And, and what's but your... when I go back to like you know my most deaths and my slum yeah. villages and all that kind of stuff I'm, I can never be over that yeah I know but sometimes it's sort of like uh, you listen to something else for a bit mm. and then you come back to it and it's sort of it's like you press the reset button you're just like yeah. fuck I do love this. I love yeah, this so yeah, much yeah, you know yeah, mean? but yeah, like yeah, yeah, you yeah. almost start to take stuff for granted don't yeah, you yeah how yeah. is your you know like when you talk about Solange dropping the album at the same time as you mm-hmm how do you feel about the way that music's consumed now? Like, you know, in terms of there's so much of it and, we, you know, you can just get it, you know, if I, you can get whatever you want straight to your phone, straight mm. and all that. What's your sort of... Do you think that's better or worse as an artist? Have you mm. made... Has it made it more difficult for you? I think... Mm, I think as a fan, first, it kind of makes me more detached, to right. be honest. Mm. Because... It's just too easy. Yeah. Like, I kind of liked, well, when I was younger as well, my sister taking me to HMV to get that, you know. You gotta choose because yeah. you're paying for it, yeah. Right. Yeah. And now it's just like, I just get it when, whenever in it. I know it sounds like an old farty thing to say, but mm. going to a music shop used to be like one of my favourite yeah, things to no, do. No, 100%. Same and it's like, you know, you go there and you look through the stuff and then they'd have mm-hmm. a listen to everything first. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, fucking yeah, yeah, great. Yeah. It's a yeah. proper experience. Mm. Yeah. And, yeah. And... Uh, and also the other thing is the thing that used to happen to me is like, I remember like going to a music store to, music store Jesus <laughs> I remember going to a shop to buy like hip hop yeah. and then they had black keys on like one of the listening things and right. I listened to it and I fucking fell in love with black oh. keys wow. and ended up buying like black key stuff and it's like uh, I just I, I don't know I, I just think it's I, I really enjoyed it I loved it it's like my favourite thing yeah. to do and yeah, it's just yeah, not yeah, the same yeah, now is it yeah, I mean it's such an old sure. fuck thing to say but <laughs> but the thing is like, if you recommended something to me now mm-hmm. I can straight listen to it, it straight away Fair. and yeah. that is yeah for sure there's definitely like pluses yeah. to it but just it in terms of like that whole th- actually going to music shops and discovering music and like like you just said with Black Keys I think that's sick yeah you know it's just if it comes easier to you, you see it as more disposable. I mean, that's the mm-hmm. thing that people say about music is that, like, artists, most artists, mm. are not putting less effort into what they do. They're sort right. of, they're still sweating blood to make these these albums or record singles yeah. or whatever. And then people are sort of dis- like, you know, it's sort of a it's uh-huh. very instant dismissal, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, cases. yeah, easy. But it, with my album, anyways, what I found is like. People still care about that stuff, though. Yeah. Like, I'm always, you know, getting hit hit up about, I just got the vinyl for it, and, you know, pe- people are still into that. Like, I see vinyls getting crazy right now. Yeah. And even at my shows, it's like, pe- there's a demand for it. So I do think there's, like, a, a set group that, like, are still... Yeah, and also there's a thing where, like, if you can listen to stuff 
streamed on like you know but if you really like someone mm-hmm. it's almost like you're a supporter of theirs mm-hmm. so you'll spend the money yeah, yeah, yeah. because you know that you really want you mm-hmm. want yeah, to feel like you're invested yeah, yeah, in that yeah, artist yeah, yeah, do you know what yeah, I mean yeah, so you yeah. go I want to buy sure. the physical thing there's people that buy vinyls that don't even have a turntable but they're, just, <laughs> but they're doing it because they want to have that physical and thing they're buying to part with the money to like exactly yeah so what's what are your plans going forward now? I know you're going on tour, mm. and then sort of, do you have aspirations for what the next level, what next level Sims is going to be? Yeah, as well as going on tour, I just finished a Netflix series as well. Is this Top Boy. Yeah. Uh, so when did you wrap on that? January. Uh, what was that like? That's fucking mad. Is it? Is, mm. is, is, is it? Is it? Did Drake make this happen? Is that? Yeah. Is that my misunder my misunderstanding? Yeah, that? he he did. It's very involved. So it's so cool. he saw Top Boy mm-hmm. and saw that it wasn't coming back and mm, decided yeah. to make it happen. Is that right? Have I just... Yeah, so the season two, I think, was in like 2011 right. or something. And it didn't get greenlit. Like Channel right. 4 didn't pick it up for a third season. So Drake was just a fan of the show and was just like, yo, I'll take this shit. Uh, part, partnered with Netflix and kind of revamped it, gave it like 10 episodes instead of four. New cast, some of the old cast still. Um, yeah, and just brought it back to life. Um, and what was that like to do that? That was a very great, intense experience, especially yeah. because I was filming whilst campaigning for my album. Oh, Jesus. And managing myself. So right. it was just like... What is what even is this? Yeah. Right now? What even is my life? Um, so we talk like we talk about monster long days. Yeah. Right. Silly hours. Because if you're filming, I imagine you're getting picked up like Four really. Five, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. they don't fuck about on those. Mm-mm, yeah. Not at all. Um, very very long days. But what was cool about my schedule is even though it was seven months, it was quite sporadic. Yeah. So I'd be in for maybe two weeks straight or whatever. Then I'd have three weeks to just get my music stuff done right, or right, do what right. I need to do. Then I'm back in filming and et cetera, et cetera. So I was kind of dipping in and out of both worlds. And that, But then time. you're in a situation where, like, obviously you have to remember your lines for, like, when you're doing tour. Yeah. But you write those lines. So it's it's easier to have them in your head, you know, but with... When you say, like, oh, like my lyrics. Yeah, your lyrics. Right, right, yeah. right, right, right. But with Top Boy... Yeah. How did you find learning the lines and having to do that in that intensive schedule? Uh-huh. Was it a challenge? It was a challenge for sure. But I think what was what helped is that because it's obviously London, you know, based and yeah. the script is like in our lingo. Right. It was easy for me to make it my own in that sense. Yeah. You know, if I was, I don't know, doing like a theatre play and had to do a different accent and yeah. all this stuff, it could have been yeah, a lot intense, yeah, yeah 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 for yeah. sure but do you ever have this thing with acting I mean like you're more much more experienced actor than I am but like mm-hmm. do you have this thing where some, for some reason a phrase becomes the most impossible thing to like I'd have like a do line and, yeah uh, or just to fucking or to get to know yeah just for some yeah. reason you'd, I'd say you'd yeah, say it hundreds weird. of times and then for mm-hmm. some reason because it's in a line that you've got a nail in a scene yeah, 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 you just yeah, can't yeah. get it right it's yeah. so horrible yeah, I've had that and delivering it as well yeah you know not only have you got to remember the lines but then you've got to act it out is is it's quite tricky but um it helps when you've got good cast as well yeah, yeah. and your your co-workers are all sick and cool 
I, I always found it difficult when the director would give me an, uh, like a direction and go, Romish, could you like play it a bit more front-footed next time? <laughs> and, I'd, and then he'd walk off and I'd go, I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to play it exactly how I did it last time. Hopefully <laughs> like, he'll incredible. think that's more front-footed because <laughs> yeah. I've got a fucking clue what he's on about. <laughs> Will so do you think you want? To, oh, sorry, go on. No, no. I was saying, will that be a good sound? Are you going to contribute to the soundtrack for that? Um, that is that happening? We'll see. Okay. We'll see. Mm. I mean, there's a, a lot of the cast in the show do music, mm. right? Um, so yeah, I think it's going to be a competition there. It's quite competitive, yeah. but yeah, but yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Well, look, we're, we're almost out of time here, but um, so what we got to look forward to from you is tour, and where can we get tickets to the tour? Um, well, you're saying it. the for festivals and stuff. Yeah, so first, yeah, everything's actually on my site, just okay, littlesims.co. Cool. So yeah, and then top comes to London show though. Okay, sure. where's your? When is your London show? In October. It's a way away, but where, where's it at? Uh, Earth, and then oh, Earth, right. Yeah. Yes, I'm playing two, one at Earth and then one at Kennish Town Forum. Oh, wicked. Oh, nice. Okay, well, we look forward to that. And when is Top Boy coming out? Do you know? Uh, autumn. Autumn, right, okay. Yeah. And we look forward to that. Ten episodes instead of four. <laughs> uh, do you know what um, I find amazing is Drake is at the level now where if he sees a TV show he likes, mm. he just goes, oh, I'm yeah, going to make that. I love that. I'm going to make that. He doesn't even watch it. <laughs> so I bet he's going to get the last season of Game of Thrones remade yeah. just because he's like, just I didn't like how that panned out. Yeah. I want the dragons to do this. Did shit. he come down to set at all? Uh, he was. I didn't see him when I was shooting, but I saw him like read through. Right. Like, right. All the, was just scanned through the scripts and stuff. He was there. And did he offer was. opinions and stuff? Uh, he said be a bit more front footed. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he was just like. I don't know. Just talking about how ex- excited he was, really. It's so good, isn't it? Yeah. That's it's, amazing. It's cool though, to have man. him in the room, for yeah. sure. Um, look, it's been an absolute honour to have you on the podcast, man. Like, if you haven't heard Grey Area, you need to... It's, it's so <laughs> fucking good. You need to listen to <laughs> it, man. So if you haven't done, make sure you do. And uh, we will see you very soon. We'd love to have yes. you back. Best guest ever, Rupert? Best guest, hands down. Whoa. Well done. Yeah. Smashed Aww. it. Uh, all right, cool. Uh, we'll see you soon. Thank <laughs> nice you. Nice one. Thank you very much. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.